Just say the boys. The boys. Yo. Hey, man. What up, Bob? dude? It's been like a month and a half. Yeesh. Haven't seen you since. Life, uh, <laughs> life has been crazy, so haven't had time to get on the mics, dude. I know. But we back, baby. We back. <laughs> we, <laughs> we back. Also, shout out. We're going to shout out a couple people. Logan, yeah, Logan I've got Zick. a couple. Yeah, Logan Zick. He listens while he works. Um, Kristen's mom, Mary, Mary, if you're listening. Shout out, Mary. Oh, best mother-in-law. Anybody else? Uh, Andrew Buck. Andrew He's listening. Buck. I haven't met Andrew Buck, but respect. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you're a, a bova. Uh, but, yep. we, uh, Dude, how you doing? Dude, I'm doing pretty good for the most part. Um, like I said, I feel like these last couple of weeks have been pretty exhausting oh, yeah. for the most part. Um, I feel like we're kind of, I don't know, like reach-wise, just trying to push through to the finish line, run through the finish line, kind of what we've been talking about. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. Just kind of yeah. been, been, just just been emotionally exhausted, oh, I think, yeah. the last couple of weeks. But what was cool, last weekend, Benson's first birthday party. Hey. It's actually this week on the 20th. Congratulations, Benson. On the 22nd, but we had a big family thing, and um, so that was cool. But how about you, man? How you been doing? Good. I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm tired. Um, yeah, I think the whole COVID year and – does my mic sound weird? No. Okay. Uh, the whole COVID year and stuff, I feel like – almost i don't think it's just me feeling this way but most people just kind of just ready like okay let's get to summer um hopefully things will be back to normal you know but um no it's been a really really good year but definitely um ready for that that rest piece um yeah but yeah no things have been really great reach and kind of interesting just how important like rest actually is for yeah for for us feel it um you can feel somebody actually actually my brother-in-law asked me he's doing like a men's Bible study. He's like, one of the things it says on there is like rest is vital to your intimacy with the Lord. Or mm. It's so, something like that. And he said, you think that's true? I was like, Oh yeah, I haven't had a day off in two weeks. And I, I feel just dry. Yep. Like just like I, it's like, I haven't seen, it's like you don't see a friend or a family member for like two weeks. You just kind of like, like, Oh, I don't, I just don't feel like I know you right now. Like right. that's just, how it feels. Disconnected. Yeah. Um, so no, yeah, I, I'm good. I'm good too. I'm just tired. Um, yeah. But what are we, uh, what are we talking about today? Well, I think that's something that's come up for us as we've kind of like, what, what's kind of interesting one is like this year, like the start of this podcast even, right? Like started even just talking about what this ministry was. And at mm. the time we didn't even know. Yeah. Like we didn't even know if we we're going to be able to be a ministry up on campus. We didn't know like any of that stuff. And so just even as we've kind of gone through this year, I think something, and people have kind of heard us talk about as you've kind of transitioned into uh, being the director of reach as I've kind of really transitioned into being the associate pastor Mm -hmm. here at first B. um, I just feel like that we've had a lot of conversations around like, well, mission and vision. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually someone called me this week and said, what's your mission and vision for the podcast? And I said, honestly, uh, honestly, this is probably the one area that we don't have <laughs> any, chill, bro. any mission or vision, which is kind of funny that we're talking about it today. That, that's the mission and vision is it's like you're no mission, down, no vision. No, it's literally that, that's, that has been our mission that you're sitting in a room talking about random ministry stuff with Will. You just don't get to say anything, but I mean, you can, we just won't, <laughs> we hear, just you. won't hear you, but it's like you're sitting on a couch having a cigar, just talking, just the boys, you know, about yeah. life. 
ministry. Even though we're not having a cigar. No. Just them. But it'd be <laughs> sick. It'd be sick. And trying to turn no this, smoking in the church. Trying to turn this church basement into the smoking room. But that's probably frowned upon by definitely frowned upon by the Baptist church. If by we the were, donors. If we were in a Presbyterian church. Psh, well, actually. Probably not still. I don't know who's more chill. I was here Presbyterians tuck in their shirts while Baptists wear it out, you know, put it all out there. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um anyway, yeah. So we're talking about like the I kind of cut you off, but we were talking about the um um that means I'm like super loud. Oh I'm sorry. I'm That's okay. Loud. I'll just whisper. Like no, this. please don't. <laughs> um but anyway, with that though, I think like we've just had to have a lot of conversations of mm-hmm. where are we going? Like yeah. what are we doing? Like and, and and in both regards, right? Like not only to like our jobs and our responsibility, but as me and you have talked, we go, where do we want reach to be? Mm-hmm. Where what's our direction? Um and especially like I said, this year's just been a growing year of even trying to figure out what we're going to be. And so naturally, if you don't have that kind of end goal in sight and we're not having those conversations about where we want to be in five years, 10 mm-hmm. years, next year, whatever, right? Yeah. Then you're just going to be kind of floundering around. Yeah. Is that yeah. the right word? Floundering? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. Floundering. Like a fish. fish. <laughs> no, no direction. <laughs> just flying all. Just... No. Not oh, dang it. It's like... Oh, it's also so quiet. Yeah. It's like... Oh, shoot, boy. Uh, anyway, we don't have a floundering noise. If there was a noise, it'd be like this. That sounds like um, a bunch of bats coming at you. <laughs> yeah, you floundering on the bats. <laughs> um, but uh, um, yeah, so no, I think it's been really helpful. And that's not like I think we've had a lot of conversations, especially because that's not naturally my um, what I go for. <clears throat> and, and And that's been interesting, though. Like. For that's like I love that. I'll talk that all day. Uh, I'm yeah. like, all right, yo, bro, like, yeah, let's yeah. just put all this, you know, for like, sure. And you're like, dude, like, if we don't just do stuff, no one's gonna get met with. And I'm like, I just want to dream in the office yeah. and drink coffee, you know? No, for sure, yeah. And I don't, so I'm, I'm not naturally like a, like, what's the five year picture? Because I don't, I'm usually just like, well, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Like, the Lord's in control. Like, so it's never been. I've always had like a mental holdup with like, well, feels like I'm t- trying to take the reins, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, which isn't isn't true, but um, so no, it's been really good as we've we've tried to dream about, man, what is what's our goal so that we know we know what people when when people come on board to like join us, whether that be prayer financially on our leadership team as students, uh, even people from the church. Um, you know, excited about what we're doing, asking where they can volunteer, whatever it is, like, what are we inviting them along to see happen? Like to mm-hmm. see God do like, Hey, what's the thing? Like, what am I joining in on? Is it just a, like, Hey, we it's a couple of college students who just get together and do worship once a week. Like, and if that's it, that's great. Right. But what, what are we, what, what's the end goal? What are we working towards? Right. Like, and so it's been really good. I think, especially for me, even to to think, man, as as we invite people, if if you don't know, we have a leadership team at Reach. Um, you know, probably probably around fifteen students this year who just you know it's a big at part. Six thirty in the morning. Yeah, six thirty every Monday morning. Super dedicated. Uh, they're awesome. They're huge. They help us accomplish a lot of what we're doing. Um, and you know, we it's it's a lot of it's around development, but also for them to help us accomplish that that mission vision. Um, how can they they help? at the student level where they're, they're there day to day. They know kind of who we're trying to, re- they are who we're trying to reach, but they know like, this is what it looks like to be a student on campus. 
um, and can help us there because I'm not a student in Fort Lewis. Alan's not a student in Fort Lewis. Right. Um, and so, man, like as we invite people into that team, what what are we, what are they, what are we all unified? What are, what are all your eyes fixed on? Yeah, what are the you, angle? what are y'all moving towards? And is there a place for them to actually be a part of that move? Or have you even clarified for them, like, here's what you're a part of trying to accomplish? And I think it's, it's hard too, because honestly, a lot of ministry is, um, I don't know how to say this in a sensitive way, but there's don't. just drama constantly. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's hard to spend a lot of time looking to the, the five year <clears throat> plan when it's like, Oh my gosh, there's so much right now happening to like, like m- just not die, <laughs> like, like not let the ministry just fall apart, uh, that it's hard to, to move off into that just like defense of like, okay, okay. We're making it to like, okay, well, what's the, the offense? What were we moving towards? And obviously it's all by the power of the spirit, all by the power Definitely. of God and grace of God. Right. But even like, do we even have a goal that we need God to accomplish? Like, cause like, honestly, if we're just trying to have like what we're doing right now, like 50 students in a, in the, the basement of first B, like that's great, but we, we can easily, easily, easily just get like, that's, that's what we're about. That's what we're doing. We're going to keep, doing it the way we do it have always done it we're not going to change anything in order to accomplish the mission or the or the thing we're working towards um so yeah no i think it's been super super helpful um as we've revisited kind of visions and and kind of my thought there too is like you need um one like that five year or even like a next year vision sometimes one i think Mm -hmm. in a place of like you it also it helps one it helps your prayer life Mm -hmm. in a way of like god Here's what we need. Your ministry as a whole is paralyzed. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of keeps you more aware of what's happening mm-hmm. um, when you have that in, like when you have what, where you really believe the Lord is leading you to go. Um, mm-hmm. It helps you one pray about like, okay, God, like how do we get there? And I'm going to need you here, mm-hmm. here, and here. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I think that that also like one, it also gives a people. So when there's drama, when there's those things, it gives you a place to point and to mm-hmm. say of like, Hey, you're kind of focused and sidetracked by all of this yeah, other stuff. Though, yeah. so, you know, you can kind of say, Hey, this is where we're going. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, it kind of like reorient like reorients their focus. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I think that that five-year goal can also create is like a filter um, in the way of a way of like uh, evalu- evaluating what you're doing, right? Yeah. So does this uh, play into the mission at all? Right. Yeah. So even like with reach, right? We kind of and, and and you you did this, um, but <clears throat> as we looked at the vision and mission, right? We did reach out, um, grow deep, and build communities. So reach, grow, build. Right. Now we get to. Um, now what we get to do is filter all of our events, all mm-hmm. of our discipleship, all of our, right. Yep. We get to filter it through that and say, are these things taking us to that point? Yeah. So I think that yep. those are definitely three things that it helps, right? Yeah. Prayer, um, the filter, and as well as um, pointing people to yep. where we're yep. going. And I'll also say this too. I think that one thing I've learned this year is if you don't put the vision of your community or your group or ministry church before people, people are going to develop their own vision and what they're about is making your group about what they're about. Um, And that's been really interesting. Well, and even if it's close, right. I like to use this example quite a bit. Like even if it's just one degree off, Mm -hmm. you know, you could start in a similar place, Mm -hmm. but the longer that that goes on, the more that that degree of difference builds. And so, and if you've got different directions for a bunch of different people, right? Like 
then it's just going to end so up like, in a different place. Even if you, you know, if you get plugged into a church, you know, or something, you're listening to it and you, you've gotten plugged into a church and the vision of, Hey, here's what you're, you're becoming a part of to, to see accomplished. If that's not laid out and you say, okay, well, this is what I'm going to try to accomplish, try to accomplish in this church or by using this church. And right. this is what I want to see this church turn into, but that's your own vision. That's your, you're your own ship going in your own direction. Um, and it might not necessarily be a bad direction, but if like, but that's your own thing. But it, and, it, even if it's, even if it's not bad, mm -hmm. it could still be contrary to what oh, yeah, people absolutely. Are, right? Like, absolutely. even though, even though it's not bad and it's not directly opposing, yeah, it's still going to, cause opposition it's still gonna you, you're trying to you're, you're you're reaching or trying to accomplish a different set of goals or you have a different vision for where this church or this ministry should be in five years because well well there's there's multiple things one it's a lot of times your own pride but also like that could be leaderships not laying out hey here's the direction we're going like if if you're on board with that cool if not that's it's not it's not sin it's not wrong like right it just might not be the place for you um and that's okay and go find a place that has something yeah, that's similar yeah, to what you have. Sure. Wow, and, I just did you hear that whistle and that S? Uh, <laughs> um, but also, I think there's a point there to you, you, and and you might not even, and I, I don't think I've realized this till recently, but you might not even realize you have your own vision that you're trying to accomplish. Um, and that, that certainly, even if it's not a bad thing, certainly could be something to repent of because even if it's a good thing, um, a lot of times it's a, it's it's all about us there like well here's what i think should should be accomplished or here's what i think would be best and there's no that's just consumer church in a different form mm -hmm. right like right. this is for me to see my vision accomplished right like and it might be a good thing but but like that doesn't like yeah. you're just coming into a place with the same exact consumer attitude, even right. You think of like super reform guys or something like, like it's not the consumer church of like, they're going to do the crazy music and stuff. But if that person comes in and says, Hey, I need to transform this church into the church. I think is what the it best. should be yeah. or theologically where it should be. Then you're coming in with a consumer mentality as well. Like this is for me, right? And this is for me accomplishing my vision, building my kingdom. Yeah. Like, there's a there's a bunch of different layers of aligning, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like one, there's there's a, an aligning with well, what do I see in scripture? And college ministry is an interesting place. There's mm -hmm. not a place in scripture that we see that, right? But I think that we can still have scriptural goals. Oh yeah. Uh, but we want to constantly align the, of God being glorified and people um, coming to into a, a good, healthy local church. Mm -hmm. But yet, they're on the leadership level of this. That's what you're constantly communicating. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like a constant like development of like not only language and culture, but of aligning. Right. Mm -hmm. So whenever you're explaining to people like you're con that's something you're constantly explaining of here's where we're going. Here's where we're going. Here's where we're going. Right. And it uh, impacts like the now and, 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 and tomorrow. Right. And so I think that that's as we talk about practical leadership pieces, usually what I try and do um, <clears throat> when I'm talking about vision casting and some of that, and I didn't really even know that I did this really until someone pointed it out, but it's essentially taking like whatever you're communicating, whether it be a, a, a sermon or uh, just a thing in front of people and you're putting that, that vision in front of people and you're kind of meshing those together so that you're constantly saying, don't lose heart, don't lose focus of what we're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. Right. And so everything is impacted by your vision and mission. Um, 
to some extent. And like I said, we want to make sure those vision and missions are first biblically mm-hmm. aligned. Mm-hmm. And then the aligning is in, in encouraging people to continue to come and join what you're doing. Come mm-hmm. and jo- And here's where we need you to play. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that that's, that's some practical stuff there. Yeah. Well, I think like for the person listening, it would be helpful to, to like evaluate yourself, even like even myself of like, man, why, why am I plugged in at first B? Like, is it to get on board with the mission of the church or is it to bring in my own agenda and try to have the church meet my needs for my agenda? And well, this fits my agenda best or what I think would be the best, the best end goal. Like this fits it, right? That's, it's not, it's selfish. Right. And we're, and it's, it's, it's complicated even with like a college ministry, right? Because, um, we, there is a, there is a, and selfish is not a great word, but for us, for me, there's a selfish motive in being involved in first B and that's that I want our students to have a healthy local church. Um, right. It's not necessarily a, a bad motive, but it's a, it's a using of the local church um, for, for what I like think is, is biblical, but in the sense of, I, I don't want to like it to be a subsect community, like the people, the, the students who do plug into first B, like ultimately it's for them to plug into first B and buy in with the mission of first B. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it definitely gets a little more complicated when you, and we're just, we're such a strange hybrid ministry thing anyway, that it's right. kind of complicated to, and, and I've kind of viewed our, and it'd be interesting to hear your thoughts. This is, this is not planned or anything for the listeners. So oh, you no. can just cancel all of this, but um Skip ahead to next uh, week's episode. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I've kind of viewed the local church not so much, and it, it is a mission, mm-hmm. but more as a culture piece um, of like, hey, this is like part of our culture it reaches to be plugged in at a at a local church. Like well, that's just kind of one of the expectations or one of the things that just kind of comes along with being pl- plugged in at reach is to be plugged in at a local church. Um, Cause we haven't like in that, that, that mission statement um, reach out, grow deep, build community, right. That there's not necessarily in that is the local church, right. Grow deep. You could say is, is um, you, experience, you experience that at another level at the local church? You build community, absolutely mm-hmm. right, with more, more people, more believers than just college students. Um, but it's not necessarily explicit. Um, yeah, I don't know. You have any thoughts there? Of like, like because that's something we value. Um, I, I think it's a command, and, and what we're trying, like in a, in a way, like like it's a biblical command to be a part of a local church. Um, and what we're trying to do is be not only like bring value to it, but to, um, in a sense, this maybe sounds, I don't want this to sound manipulative, but in a sense to try and put that before people to bring them into obedience, if that makes sense. So I kind of see reach as a little bit of a vehicle to get to that mm-hmm. place of the local church. Um, and maybe this is even a good conversation for me and you to figure out of mission and vision as we talk about that. But like, mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, I think that that kind of plays on multiple levels, though. There's not just an end, like, one way or the other. But I, I I, just see that that's one way that God talks about being glorified most is with the gathering of the saints. Um, and that's what he chooses. And so that's what we're trying to hopefully bring people into that goodness of experiencing is mm-hmm. is um, is the local church, right? Yeah, like, sure. reach is not the end goal. Um, and we've talked about that. We've, in, in past ministries and stuff, um, when when kind of college ministry replaced the local church. We got, we found a lot of scarring and a lot of hurt happen 
And that's one of the reasons, you know, we really wanted to change things. So, so yeah, so I think that it, ultimately what we want to try and do is prepare people um, to, to have fellowship with all of the saints, mm -hmm. um, all generations, and to experience what God calls good, um, you know, his yeah. bride, um, something he loves very deeply. So why, uh, why does this matter? Why do you think this matters for like the layman, like um, somebody who's not necessarily in a leadership position, like developing mm -hmm. that vision or that like, hey, here's the direction we're going, but has has bought into a, a mission of a place, a church, a ministry, even if they don't know it. Yeah. Um, well, why do you think this is important? Well, for I, I think that there, like I said, there are multiple levels of aligning. And even if you're a lay person, man or woman, I don't know if lay woman is a term. Mm, sounds a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like that part of your aligning even could be like coming into submission of your leaders. Um, and obviously in a biblical way, not in like a, like they're ruling over you in like a forceful way type thing, but yeah. being led. And I, I think that this is even a place of like, like right now, even, you know, with first B, like we have our mission statement, you know, um, love God, love people, make disciples. But we're even in the process, you know, of like looking at what exactly does that mean mm. and mean for us and um, and how do we do that, you know? And so I think it also just can provide conversation of like, hey, have, you know, what what is your mission and vision? Yeah. What does that look like? And do I align with that, right? Mm. Um, so I, I, and even if, like I said, I, I there, there's one other thing that I think I would maybe say here is there might be times where you, there's going to be most, almost, almost all the time you're not going to align perfectly with the mm. mission and vision and values. But like, man, I'd say if it's like at 80%, like praise God, right? <laughs> um, and see maybe that 20% that you kind of struggle with, I would really encourage you to, instead of like just thinking that you know better, um, and I'm preaching to myself here, is really um, practice empathy um, and, and want and reach for more understanding there. Yeah. Um, I, I think there's almost a burden. I don't know why this has been put on us, but almost there's a burden to be critical. Um, I, at least I've felt that like of my church, well, my ministry, and there's a like, good, hey, you need my, there's a good piece of that, yeah, right? Because yeah. we, we don't want to just be thrown around. For and so sure. there is like this, like spirit of discernment, which I think, but like the criticalness of that, I don't think yeah. there that like discerning is a spiritual thing and a spiritual yeah, gift. If it's an unhealthy unbiblical church. Like, yeah, great. They, like there, bring that yeah. either get out of there or bring that to the attention, mm -hmm, bring that to, mm -hmm leaders, whatever. Right. Um, I think that there's some certain steps there that we can talk yeah, about another yeah, time, sure. but like with that too, like your attitude and your humility in those things, I think are going to be key. Yeah. Um, especially as you approach your leaders. And I think that's one of the biggest things I've realized, um, this year, honestly, mainly in, in this role is, um, I've just re I've, I've never realized it before because I was there. Um, but everybody comes in, um, and I get it because I did it, um, but it's frustrating now. Mm -hmm. Everybody comes in with their own agenda to yep. some extent. And, and they like, don't even realize it. No, yeah. And it's like, hey, if we don't accomplish my specific agenda, then what the heck are we doing? And it's like, okay, yeah, that might be an okay, that might be a good or okay thing that you, you're about. But like, imagine, put yourself in the leader's shoes, and all of a sudden you've got, 50, 100, 150, 200 people Pro saying, hey, I need my agenda met. Probably the, the thing that I have experienced most in leadership 
um, is really just a lack of empathy mm-hmm. uh, on my side, me doing it. And mm-hmm. like people always think they see the bigger picture, yep. right? They always think that they see the whole vision. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, honestly, sometimes when you like, like go to your leaders and you see like what they're experiencing on a day in day out basis. Like even a little thing, it's like, why, why wasn't the sermon good today? And then you go and see the week that the, whether the head pastor or somebody had, but you didn't go into Sunday with that Mm -hmm. attitude. You wanted your vision, your whatever met your expectations of that sermon, whatever, but you have no empathy or anything Mm -hmm. towards that leader. It's like consumer church. Yeah. Once again. So I think, like I said, I, I, uh, it's kind of weird cause it's like, I am in a leadership position, but I do think one thing, maybe just an encouragement too, is like, man, pray for your leaders mm-hmm. one and two, mm-hmm. encourage them. A lot of times it's like, it's it really is. It, it's lonely sometimes. And mm-hmm. so, um, something that book gospel center ministry said was, uh, to become a, I'm, this isn't an exact quote cause I don't remember it, but, uh, it was something to the effect of, um, to become a pastor means to subject yourself to the weaponized, weaponized disappointment of people. Mm-hmm. I was like, that, <laughs> like, that's literally with this whole vision mission thing. Like people coming in with their own, like, Hey, mm-hmm. we're not literally, they weaponize their disappointment for you, not meeting their vision and mission. And it's like that, that's that I've, that's one thing that I was like, Ooh, that's one thing I've definitely realized this yeah. year of like, man, we all kind of have, and I, and I'm so guilty of it. Yeah, so no, guilty. Of it. Even at a ministry level, I'm like, man, am I am I about like First Baptist Durango's mission vision, or is it more for my own? The the other thing too is I would encourage leaders to have empathy with sure. their lay that's people because good. it's the same both ways, yep. right? Like, and that's something else that I've I've experienced too is when their leaders don't have any patience or any empathy for um for their lay people that's good it's like it has to be on both sides because we expect them mm-hmm. because we're the leaders to understand where yeah, we're at but yeah. that's that's not the way it should work right no. it, there's there's a mutual like kind of in a way like for lack of better terms submission there to one another to understanding one each other one one another better right yeah, for sure well and that's just like like I mean, there's probably so much of our culture that's even poured into that, you know, like the lack of understanding, lack of patience, like, like the, Hey, you're either, you're, you're going to get put into a camp and then we fight if we're, you know, like, yeah, our culture just sucks at being in harmony or peace with it. Like we have to, we almost have to be on a side of something. Yep. Like you, you think about a political issue or any, like for you to be, have neutrality or, or even to just not have that strong of opinion is kind of like you're in more of the minority. It's, it's like, <laughs> it's almost, it almost feels wrong. Like, Oh, I should have like a strong opinion and start beating up the other side. Even if that's just over a Facebook post or I'm not right. really, I don't have conviction or I don't right? like, you're not bold enough. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you're really not standing up for change or whatever it right. is like. Um, and so it's kind of, you know, I, I, it's been something this year. It's really hit me. It's like, man, how do we actually be genuine, community and harmony with one another because it's i mean it's hard it's it's hard to do it's not mm-hmm. easy um and but it's so valued and it's so it's everywhere right. in the new testament one, one other thing though too that i would maybe point out is i think that this also goes into family um and what i mean by that is for the husbands out there mm-hmm. for the i don't know how many husbands are listening on this podcast right but i do think that there is a part like we're and not that you have to have a mission and vision and i think that there's biblical mission and vision here but like a lot of like leading an organization is kind of the same, like for me, right? Like I, I, I want Benson to be discipled. And so putting that in a sense plan together, so we're not just floundering all over the place. 
Um, but so that like, oh shoot, <laughs> floundering. <laughs> but so Kristen and I even know like where we're going. You know what I mean? So I think that this is almost just mm-hmm. an overall leadership thing of um, even expectations, right? Oh, it's so helpful well, to just like, develop expectations. Yeah, because if, if Kristen and I right like have different mission and vision in the household, uh-huh. like what is that going to show our kids? Right. Um, what is that like? It's just funny. We always think of leadership in, in the sense of like in, in organizations or in ministries, but there's there's leadership that needs to be happening in our homes first and foremost. So mm-hmm. I don't know, That's just good. something to be thinking about there, too. Yep, for sure. Well, y'all, God bless you. Dude, this we pray this, this is good helpful. for my soul. Thanks. Good. Dude. Me too. Uh pray this has been helpful. Um later. <laughs> Just say the boys. The boys. That is very loud. Yeah. Do it now, just a smidge. Bye, Felicia. <laughs>